What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Red River Horror Podcast. I am your host, Joe Zakreski, joined by Eddie Kayazo. Hi, Ed. How are you? Joe, I'm doing great, man. Fantastic. This is episode number 20. Whoa, double deuces. Well, is that... 20, uh, I mean, (laughs) we've cracked 20. Two X's. Yeah. We need the third X to be... uh, to push the limits. That's right. You know? And we'll get there. <laughs> It'll be a good time. It's good so, to be with you, man. 20. Yeah, good to have you back here yes. on 20. We said, uh, based on scheduling, this is going to be like a quick, one of our one of our quickies, but it's like that you normally do those by myself. So it's yes. nice to do this with someone else. It's going to be fun. It will be fun. So today's topic that I thought would be a good time, something interesting, a little outside the box, and it being, you know, the the holiday season, you know, I say Christmas season out of habit. I've had people correct me and say, no, it's Advent and then Christmas, which I'm like, okay, ah, fair enough. Sure. You know, I, was, I know what you mean, but I'm just talking in the grand scheme of it's after Thanksgiving. Now it's Christmas time. Yeah. People forget that there's an entire autumnal season that does still exist after Halloween. Yeah. You know, there so is. I, I get. You, I used to be. I, the thing is, I do give a pass to people now with the Christmas after Halloween thing, only because being an adult, I didn't realize just how fast things move. Sure. So I, I'm with you, and I don't like the day after Halloween. I am excited for autumn and the big turkey feast with family and friends. Yeah, that comes at the end of November, but. I, uh, I, I'm not as harsh on the Christmas people <laughs> the day after Halloween as you are, but I get it. Well, I'm not harsh to them, so they're fine. You know, I let them have their fun, but, you sure. know, behind closed doors and on the internet, <laughs> fuck you. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I, I did see your Facebook post. You said, you know, uh, you, know I, you now have my permission to celebrate yeah. Christmas. Because so. <laughs> last year I was doing all stuff with like... Hey, it's a good kickstart to the Thanksgiving season. Oh, that's right. If you remember that. I was having a good time with that. I mean, that's just who I am. I like to have fun with it. November's a good month for me. It's got Thanksgiving. It's got my birthday. Yes. So, you know, works out pretty good. Um, but one of the things that you do during Christmas time, like we did in October, you know, you watch horror movies in October. You get excited for Halloween. And, you know, in December, you don't do that so much. Out come the Christmas movies which are mostly like fun. There are Christmas horror movies. We can do that another time. But today, what I wanted to talk about was like, how about those like parts in Christmas movies that were definitely scary or scared you at the time in movies that are not traditionally horror movies? Ah, very good topic. And I did come a little bit prepared for this one. Okay. Yeah. Because like my key one, it's not the one that we talked about before the start. <laughs> oh, okay. The, okay. Not, it's not the one. Was is it the one that I brought up before when I was like thinking about this episode? Which like you know what really scared like I felt Kevin Mc, McAllister's fear mm-hmm. of the furnace. Ah, the furnace. Yeah, you remember in Home Alone where he yeah. goes downstairs and the thing's just like <laughs> just chomping away. That 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 was scary. That the first time when he walked down, the thing's got like a mouth and yeah, and you know he's he, he rightfully I think he runs away the first time. He does. Yeah. He has to face his fear. It scares mm-hmm. the bejesus out of me too. Even though I didn't grow up with anything like that in my home. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, neither did I. But it gave me an irrational fear of furnaces. That that was 
I would say at the age that we saw Home Alone, which is surprising because I didn't know it was released in 1990. Yeah, dude, I was like six. So, I mean, that's really (laughs) young. I saw that one, what was it, in theaters at the old Ivy Ridge movie theater. (laughs) Long since gone. I don't even know how much it lasted after that, but yeah. Not much longer. The last movie I saw there was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Three Turtles in Time. Ooh. And they knocked it down after. Yeah, they knocked it down. Did they knock it down or just rebuild into the, the dollar store? Into I don't know that. Is. Whatever the million things it's been, now it's a Popeye's drive through. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But <laughs> that front, I will admit, being a kid, I'm trying. It's a little foggy because it was a very long time ago. But I do remember that fear coming off the screen and, and being like, huh. I didn't think about that because it really gave credence to the creepy basement as well. Yeah. And that's like one of the things that's fun about that movie is that there's two scary things in it because you have the furnace, mm-hmm. which would always get me. And then the other one, which made me like weary looking out the window, which is the neighbor, the old man. You took one of mine. That's exactly. Oh, gonna my s- bad. No, no, no. It's okay. That was. Uh, so for years, th- this is actually very funny. Yeah. If uh, our audience might have a chuckle. So you know you know how there's like misheard lyrics? Yes. My whole life I thought <laughs> when they looked out the window and saw that guy mm-hmm. who looks oddly like Chris uh well, yeah, Chris H's Uncle Bill. He looks like <laughs> okay. what you gotta see him, it's unbelievable. But <laughs> so when they look out the window and see him for the first time, I mm-hmm. thought Buzz was saying salt Ben shovel slam. Like salt <laughs> Ben Shovel Slam. I watched, literally watched Home Alone on Saturday. Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I heard that it was South Bend Shovel Slam. South Bend, obviously. The South Bend Shovel Slam. <laughs> so, I, so my whole life I, I went through thinking, yeah. oh, Salt Bend Shovel Slam. So I'd even say it. I, I might have even <laughs> said it to you at some point, just like, oh, that guy's like Salt Bend Shovel Slam. But it's South Bend Shovel slam. South Bend mm-hmm. Shovel Slam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and, and for the record. Yeah. So I know I have a few friends in business that live in Chicago. Yeah. And I guess this would probably be a question better suited for them, but I didn't know if you knew off the top of your head. How the hell is that neighborhood in Chicago? Like, I know Chicago land is vast. Like, the suburbs sure. is... The suburbs are massive. Where the hell is that block within the city limits of Chicago? Because if you look, and this could have just been something messed up with the movie. If you look, I think that the fake uniform that Joe Pesci's wearing for the cops. Is a Chicago PD? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It is a real house. Yes. Um, Hmm. I don't know. I thought you were going to go with like, how the hell does he afford it? Because it's so big. <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting. You know, I'm not too familiar with the the geography of Chicago, but, you know, there's there's parts of Philly with houses like that. If we get into, like, parts of Chestnut Hill and even East Falls has some mega houses. There are, but um, I thought Philly was known specifically for its green space. Like, it is. That's a good point. You know, we have geographical areas that, can accommodate um, that kind of 
that kind of neighborhood. Okay, so here's the thing. So the house itself is not in Chicago. So it's outside of Chicago in Winnet. Was it Winnetka, Illinois? Okay. So it could be one of those things where just in the movies they're just saying Chicago, but it's not in Chicago. Kind of like how you know someone from King of Prussia might say Philadelphia, right? But it's not Philadelphia. Yeah, because I was thinking about but it, this. you know, the same metropolitan area. Yeah, that house, like that neighborhood, it's like, uh, I get it. There are definitely ritzy parts of Chicago. I'm just thinking like that kind of, like being that spread out, having a street that wide, and then yeah. seeing Harry or Joe Pesci with the uniform. Now, hmm. I guess if we're looking at it in fictional movie terms, maybe it could just be he, he wrangled up a Chicago PD. Because he's a criminal. So, right. I mean, <laughs> which is the thing that you're supposed to be afraid of in that movie. But there's a nothing scary about them. Ooh, that just mm. made me think of something. So since we both kind of had Home Alone as the first film that had scary elements that's not a horror film, wasn't there a trailer you showed me of... You remember... Oh yeah, when I was going through when I was going through that phase of yes. like those recut trailers into mm-hmm. different different genres. Isn't there one of those of Home Alone? I believe there is. <laughs> I believe there is. <laughs> Let's see. So I'm trying to find anything that I can find about like this like cop uniform that he's wearing. It's like one of the things someone pointed out is that his tie clip is a actually a gun. Oh, <laughs> which it is. I don't think a cop would wear that even, <laughs> no. even back then. Um, but yeah, so he's just like dressed as a cop. He's not an actual, you know, I think that's part of the ruse. He's just dressed like one. So even if it said it wouldn't even matter. Okay. Just shows how, and like the family wouldn't notice because they're in such a rush. Right. And they don't really stop to talk to him. They're just kind of blowing him off. Yeah, and then to think they are in such a rush and there's a lot of commotion. Yeah. Then to think he's just there. Like, this guy is just in their living room. Yeah. Oh, the ball's on that guy. Well, yeah, the wet bandits. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got to take care of business. So, so. so what should be scary in that movie is that, yes, these two criminals are breaking and entering into someone's house and they fully know that a child... Mm-hmm. is inside one mm-hmm. but uh the furnace and south bend shovel slam yep are the creepy elements yep the next door neighbor yeah and then one of the reasons why the next door neighbor always creeped me out of those like because in our neighborhood like we still had like some of like the older people in like the neighborhood would be doing stuff <laughs> like that <laughs> right you know <laughs> so it's like you just be walking around and be like some old guy out there like salting the walk with no reason <laughs> now was South Bend Shovel Slam was he um was he just being nice? Was he salting everyone's driveway and shoveling? Yeah, he's just a nice guy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's the, I mean that's the thing in the end. I mean, he comes he saves them, right? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, in the end he was he was really just a nice guy and furnaces are just harmless, but gosh darn it. <laughs> did it not give me the creeps when I was about 6 years old? Yeah, and at that time too. Uh, this is I. There is one scary moment from this next film that I'll mention. Yes. Later, but 
Remember the furnace in uh, A Christmas Story. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that's a little different, but yeah, same thing. Yeah. Just I just think of that, like think of the comparison. Yeah. So, oh, is he the dad's cursing right when we hear that on screen? Is yeah, that, that's what he's. <laughs> that's what he uh, alludes to. He's like, "Oh, dad was never in the navy. He cursed like a sailor." So I call what was there's a, there's a line to it, <laughs> but I can't remember it off the top of my head. But it's just like, yeah, he's cursing. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Like when he curses and he says, Oh fudge, it's like, where did you hear that? <laughs> Fixing it's like references just like his dad just <laughs> stop. So all right, home alone. Yeah. Furnace saw uh South Bend. I almost did it again. South Bend. Yeah. Shovel, Shovel Slam. All right, what's next? What movie do you have next? Well, I'm curious. I gotta like let it go. Almost like South Bend. I mean, okay, I guess because like Notre Dame's not too far from I think Chicago. So, so yeah. okay. All right. So then the other one that always like gives me the creeps is um, in A Christmas Carol. Pretty much all versions of it. Yeah. The whole Jacob Marley character itself. Aha. Uh-huh. Gives me a gives sends chills up my spine. Can you think of one specifically where you're like, ooh, all right, this is. Well, the very first one I saw is the old one that my mom likes. I can't, okay. I can't remember. I think it's just because it was like so old. Mm. It gave me the, it just gives me the creeps because it's like a ghost that's like haunted and miserable. Yeah. And <laughs> like, like there for a reason. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, it always gets me. And the one that cheers me up the most is not, who is it in a, maybe not Mickey's Christmas Carol. That one's. That one's one of my jams, but in the Muppets Christmas Carol, where they do Marley and Marley, yeah, that one's funny. That's funny, and and, and Mickey, I love that Mickey's Christmas Carol. Goofy's pretty funny. Yeah, it's, Goofy does a great job. Yeah, my favorite one. So that's so I'm glad. But even that used to scare me as a kid because it's like all the chains. Mm-hmm. Like at first when he's coming down, oh no, yeah, no. and then and he trips and falls, <laughs> and everything's okay from there. Well, I my next movie was a Mickey's. Christmas Carol. Was it the same thing I'm talking about? The chains? No. When I was a kid, I was deathly afraid of the ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah. That, that whole scene where... So... That gets, like, dark. That scared me a lot. Like, I was so much so... I remember early on, I don't think that... I think the second time I viewed that film, I walked out on when that scene started. <laughs> Yeah, no, it gets it gets very dark. Yeah, I mean, and it's supposed to, but you know, when you think of a Disney movie for children, you you don't expect it to be that dark. No, but yeah, yeah. Now that I remember it, I'm like, oh yeah, oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it definitely got me. There's those like scary parts where he's about to first interact with any of the ghosts. Usually gets me. Yeah. So that was, but yeah, Mickey's Christmas Carol, great, great movie. I scared, I got scared of that. And then that whole scenario after you, so the ghost of Christmas future, I am not, you, you know, me and our, our, our audience, I apologize if this offends you, but I am not a huge Disney fan. I'm just, I don't live for Disney. It's not my thing. So I can't remember who the guy is, but once, so, so he's cloaked obviously the entire time. Mm hmm. And then they get to, they're in the graveyard, they get to the grave. Mm-hmm. Like, who, whose grave is that spirit? Yeah. And then it's like, why yours, Ebenezer? And whatever that thing is, Pete? Is that his name? Pete? Yeah. It's, yeah, he goes by Pete. 
Okay. In the goofy, the goofy realm. Disney oh. realm. Is he a, is he a bad guy? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. Did you ever watch? Did you ever see like Goof Troop or anything like that? Or no. A goofy movie? Nope. Oh, you're missing out. No. They're still good. Um, yeah, Pete. Okay. So yes, that that scenario, Mickey's Christmas Carol, scared me. It's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I want to see if I can find a picture of it real quick. Hey, whatever. That's okay. All right. So the next one is one of those where um if like would you do you consider Gremlins a Christmas movie? I never did. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see it that much when I was younger. Like yeah. people our age, like 30 somethings, have a much fonder relationship with that movie than I did. Not that I didn't like it. I did like it a I mean, lot. Do we? I mean, mine's just based off like my aunt had a gizmo plush and yeah. I watched it on TV a couple times. I could, right. So I didn't see it that much. I watched it last year for the first time in a long time. And it does feel like a Christmas movie at times, but because the way I grew up with it, I, I would think more that it's not. Yeah, but don't you know? Don't no. Judge. That's why I was bringing it out there because like the other ones, like oh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie just because it takes place at Christmas? Right, right. It's like the sub, like you know, the theme of the movie isn't Christmas. It just so happens to be he's out there mm-hmm. because it's Christmas. Yeah. So are you one of those people so, that argue to the death that it's not a Christmas movie? Die Hard. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> like if you get really, t- it's like well, it happens. Because of Christmas. It's like, well, it doesn't happen because it's just based around Christmas yeah. because that's when that office is going to be most vulnerable. Right. So I guess so, but it's not really... Christmas isn't the subject. No, and that movie has grown into such a pop culture phenomenon in the way that like Chuck Norris was when we were in college. It's a great movie. Oh, I love the movie. Oh yeah. my gosh. We I saw it for the first time because my dad had that trilogy, the VHS. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you were just like, You never saw Die Hard? That's right. <laughs> and I'm like, Well, we gotta watch Die Hard. <laughs> so um but that, but Die Hard itself has become such a pop culture phenomenon. Like you go into a Barnes and Noble, and you'll see like they've oh, yeah. they have like toys now. They have a, a, a children's book, yeah. and then there's people that just like you see some social media post that I don't care what anybody says. Die Hard's a Christmas movie, and yeah. not is it not only is it a Christmas movie, it's the best Christmas movie. It's like okay, yeah. So I think right. the, the the internet definitely helped it with that. Like yeah. the whole like. So there's like, you know, certain things that the internet definitely like took next level, like is Die Hard a Christmas movie and is a hot dog a sandwich. So like mm. I missed that one. Is it is it considered a sandwich? What do you think? Uh, I don't I don't consider it a sandwich. Okay. Yeah. So there's people who will disagree with you till the cows come home. Okay. Or should I say the pigs come home cuz we're talking dog. No. no. <laughs> anyway, Gremlins is one if we count it as a Christmas movie, one that used to scare the ever-loving bejesus out of me. Okay. Because when they turn, those th- that used to give me straight-up nightmares. Because all I knew was this cute little thing that my aunt had a stuffed animal of. And I'm just like, it's cool. And there's a movie. And then I watched the movie. And I'm just like, I'm too young for that. <laughs> but yeah, it gave me weird nightmares for a while. The funny thing is, when I look back on Gremlins, I had, again, I had seen it so infrequently. Yeah. 
that I was asking my wife, I'm just like, hey, so I thought the one guy like talks and has glasses and stuff, like one of the actual gremlins. She's like, yeah. what? No. <laughs> I said, Doesn't he have like a British accent and he's talking and stuff? She's like, no. wonder what you're thinking of. I, I, I think it's one of the sequels. There are sequels it, to Gremlins. There right? are sequels, but yeah. I'm not as familiar with those. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm super familiar with the first one. I'm just <laughs> talking about Christmas movies with a scary element to it. Yes. Whether the, it's scary now or was before, mm-hmm. everybody's had something that's scared them that's not in a traditional horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. So if we say, uh, so for the, for the sake of this episode, we're going to yeah. say that Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. And so what exactly about the Gremlins scared you? Was it their appearance? Oh, they yeah. Did? The appearance after they like turn. Yeah. When you feed them, you get them wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the green scaly. Yeah. Yeah. Red eyes. <laughs> I did not like that. No. It scared me a lot. The one gets put in the blender. That's right. Oh, I did, upon seeing that movie again, something that scares me as an adult, mm. that old woman hung up that, hung the dog with Christmas lights. Oh. Yeah, so he come. I think he comes home, like the dog he brings into the bank that he works yeah. with, like his, I mean, the dog lived, uh, spoiler but alert. But still. But yeah, he like gets home, and because I think he either barked at her or bit her when she was in the bank. Mm-hmm. So when he gets home, or, or I, I can't remember the full details, but at one point the dog is strung up by Christmas lights. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the old lady that did it or the gremlins that did it, but yeah. that's messed up. That's very messed up. Yeah, yeah, that's one. I gotta watch it again, but I'll wait for another time. Yeah, but you know, not Christmas, but some people throw it in the Christmas category. And I think for the same reason as Die Hard, where their Christmas happens yeah. around it, but isn't necessarily what the movie's about. It's not okay. about Christmas. Like, Die Hard's not about Christmas. It just mm-hmm. happens during Christmas time. Right. It was it Christmas Eve, I think, yeah, in Nakatomi Plaza. It's <laughs> a weird time to have a party. Yeah, I, it's been a little while since I've seen Die Hard. I think we need to watch that at some point. Yeah. it's It's been a minute. I could watch it at any time. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't That's have to be there. Christmas. That's up there. So There's some 80s movies that I need to revisit, and one of them is Gremlins, because like all I remember is being scared, because mm-hmm. I haven't really watched it as an adult. And the other, which is not Christmas-related horror, but is horror-related that used to scare me, was Critters. I've never seen Critters. Critters used to terrify me. Now, this is neither Christmas or anything. It's just the, and it, like, here's the thing, like, looking back on it now, like, seeing it when I'm, like, nine on UPN at one o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon, you know, different, you know, I'm not used to watching these kinds of movies. And then, you know, looking at the box and seeing, like, clips from it now, it's just like, this is, this is silly. Yeah. So I need to see it with my grown grown man eyes sure so but yeah so let's um gremlins wasn't on your list was it it wasn't actually <laughs> all right it just it. made me think of the darn dog that gets strung up i'm oh, like what is happening to the dog yeah not nice i don't like that and then being an adult when i saw gremlins again i actually thought stripe was pretty cool and he's like the main bad guy right so i thought i'm like oh that, look at that he's got the stripe and yeah everything. like now it's cool yeah this dude's right. the man. <laughs> he's not. I mean, he's he's evil, but yeah, yeah. Don't trust him. Mm-mm. 
but I don't know. What do you got on your list? Well, going back to Ooh. going back to a Christmas Carol, yeah, the Jim Carrey one from 2010. Yes. Uh, well, it's it's Disney Robert Zemeckis that whole motion capture mm-hmm. thing. Something that is something that scares me, and it's very strange because I mean, obviously, I was an adult that was ten years ago now. Yeah, because this was the one they did after the success of the Polar Express, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Polar Express, not Disney, big success. So Disney said, okay, give us Robert Zemeckis and let's go here. And <laughs> um, I, I, mean, I don't know if that's how the movies work, but... I have no idea. Yeah. Disney knows how to make money. Or they did before the pandemic. They still do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Disney. They're raking. Their new thing with the plus is making them tons of money. And then, I don't know. We can get into that on a whole... Yeah. That's a whole different thing, their new strategy. <laughs> So that Christmas Carol, I think it was released in 2010, I believe. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey uh, played Scrooge, and it was all that motion capture. Gary Oldman, uh, Oldman was Crotchet. Mm-hmm. In the beginning of that movie is so. If you've read a Christmas Carol, you have. We all have. Yeah. If you're listening out there, you read a Christmas Carol. You know the whole opening sequence with Jacob Marley. So in that 2010 Christmas Carol, the Disney one with Jim Carrey. There's a moment where he's he's standing over Jacob Marley, who's in the coffin, and he's got the the coins on mm-hmm. his eyes. So I don't know if this is the Undertaker or whoever prepped the body. So Jacob's there. He's dead. He's laying, looking up with coins over his eyes. Jim Carrey, as Scrooge, is like struggling to give money. Like he's struggling to pay mm-hmm. for the services. It's not meant to be scary, but that Undertaker that's just staring at him with his hand out creeps me the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Just the dead eyes. It's so freaky. I don't know if... It, you'll have to check it out at some point and let me know if it would warrant being like, oh. Were you catching like a tall man vibe? Uh, somewhat. This mm. this was more that creepy motion capture. Uh, okay. Like, without a real human there on the other side of the camera... Moving like this, this thing is just staring, and it's this old guy with like the, the somewhat of a beard, and yeah, I don't know. It, it it's very hard to describe in audio form. Yeah, that's one. I have to watch that one because whenever I think of the one that really scared me, it's like you know, there's the silly one, silly things that like give you the creeps from like Mickey's Christmas Carol. But there's like the old one. I forget what year it came out, but it's the one my mom likes. And yeah, you know, when I saw it as a child, I didn't. It scared me. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's a dark movie. Mm-hmm. With a light finish. Yes. But it's a great story. It is. It's a fantastic story. Um, there's a YouTube channel I like, and the the guy, I think I've told, told you about it. I think the channel's just Townsend's. The guy does, like, 17th century cooking. He does, like, all these, like, frontier recipes or colonial recipes and cooks them up, puts okay. them on there. And he just did a reading of A Christmas Carol from what is called the Nutmeg Tavern, which oh. is where they film all their episodes. And he has a very pleasant voice, so it's like, yeah, maybe I'll go back and listen to it. Yes, that would be cool. And come to think of it, is there a show on FX that I think I started watching something? I don't know if it was last year. Or, mm-hmm. I think there's a dramatization of A Christmas Carol on FX that 
it's it's meant to be like creepier. I think it, you're right. Yes, it's meant to be like scarier than there was. Some, there has there was something. Mm-hmm. What could ah? What, 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 what? Let's see. Yes. Yeah, they did. That's right. Is Nick Murphy? It was a Nick Murphy. Aha. Yeah. So that I will have to watch. We should. It's on the on, on the Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know somebody with that. You know, and I I think that's what made me want to do this episode. Was, was this? Like, but I couldn't rec- put my finger on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so here we are, where it's all just come full circle. I'm just like, there was something that wasn't supposed to be scary, but just kind of had an edge to it because uh, what's it? Murphy's the uh, American Horror Story, right? Oh, uh, that's Ryan. Ryan Murphy. Yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick Murphy, I don't know, but... Well, th- you can't have the same last name and make stuff on the same network. I'm sorry. You you can't do that to me. Well, well. Oh, oh gosh, what's the other guy? Who's Ryan Murphy's like partner in crime? Oh, man, it's well, that guy. <laughs> not this guy. No, 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 not this guy. But, but yeah, for real, for real. This came out, this was the 2019, it was on uh, FX and BBC One. So... Now on Hulu. And I think that was meant to be scary. I think the purpose of it was to actually... I mean, looking at the... I mean, great, great looking casts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally. All right. Well, so before this is out, we have to do a uh, an episode. <laughs> we, we have to watch this. We're a year behind, but we're going to do it now. Yes. Yeah. Because we can, because this is RedRiverHorror.com. It is. And RedRiverHorror.com covers things when it feels like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of any other moments. Do you have any other moments that you had in mind? Uh, not off the top of my head. So, like my big one, my big two, we just covered. So, okay. Oh, uh, you got you got any others? Uh, the the only other one I can think of coming into this was. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> the scene from the mall in A Christmas Story. Santa, ho, 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 and kids are crying and screaming and all that stuff. (laughs) And then he kicks Ralphie down the damn slide. He does. So, so, uh, well, we don't want to spoil anything. Um, If you haven't seen A Christmas Story by now. So if you're, all right, so if there's kids listening, or if you're with your kids in the car (laughs) listening to this, Shut this podcast off right now. Now. We'll give it five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Okay. Being younger when we saw it and still thinking that that Santa Claus is real. Mm-hmm. Why the hell would Santa kick you down the slide? True. You know, so, so you have this, this mob scene, the... Uh, ho ho! And you hear him screaming, and you see that that elf, and yeah, I, the the whole thing is bizarre. It's it's bizarre. I I didn't like it uh, even <laughs> when I was a kid. I didn't like the scene. I know it's very important to the story arc yeah. of the film. Just didn't didn't care for it. And when I was a kid, also I was very scared of the kid that gets his tongue stuck to the pole. Oh yeah. That freaked me out, too. As it should. You should never do that. No. That's not a joke. No. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's no joke. Um, <laughs> no. 
it's tough with like Christmas horror. It's a, it's a little tricky because some of it, a lot of Christmas horror movies are really hokey. Yeah. So I think if we go back, you know, Black Christmas, good one. We'll cover the good ones. Yeah, well, we can get episode. more into that as as yeah. we unfold December here. Because the one I wouldn't, if we were going to talk good ones, I want to get your opinion on it right here, right now, because I talked about it last episode. Did you see the horror movie Krampus? I did. What did you think? The first time I saw it, I didn't like it that much. Mm-hmm. But I was also kind of tired of those people in comedy. Like, I was kind of tired of the actual cast. Like, that guy... Uh, was Adam Scott, David Koechner. Like, very... They were doing a lot they were. around that time. And, and I was just like, okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing this. So I already mm-hmm. went in with a bias, just like, eh, this is going to be okay. Okay. Um, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought Krampus himself was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I don't hate it. I'd watch it. I think it could have been scary. It, it could have. Uh, with, with that kind or of budget. Or funnier. Right. <laughs> it fell somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's bad, but it was just somewhere no. in, the, in the middle of it didn't know what it wanted to do. I, I, th- I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I thought Krampus was good. I would watch it again, but yes, it didn't creep me out, nor did it kill me yeah. in laughing. <laughs> and the other one, if we talk about good ones, because this is certainly not a good one, but it's always one that I was excited for when I heard it was getting released, and it's just like dumb. And if you want to watch something that's like a dumb one with a random cast, specifically Bill Goldberg going around to Santa killing people, it's called Santa Slay. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was John J.H. Yeah. Was one who was just like, oh, yeah, Santa Slay with Bill Goldberg. I'm like, are you freaking and kidding Fran me? And Fran Drescher. So, oh, there, my there gosh. Go. I don't so. know if there's enough time left in the season for that. No. But you know what? Christmas or non-Christmas related, I think I have our next episode, if you agree. Okay. Films, horror films that have an element of winter to them. You want to do that for December? Or you want to save that for when we get January. into the dull drums of winter? Like when we get into yeah. the heart of winter? Yeah, let's do that. That's yeah. better. Yeah. I mean, most, if you're listening we've, to the We've made Rip. it 20 for net 20 episodes so far. So if we're going to make it another 20, we got to, you know. That's true. Keep it fresh. Okay. <laughs> I agree. So that's what I'm like. Keep with the theme for the month and then we'll uh, take it from there. Unless someone on here, somebody listening, thinks different. I mean, yeah. I'm always up for just some for suggestions from people. Yeah, if you have a good suggestion for a horror film set in the winter or a Christmas horror movie that may be out of the mainstream outside of the you yeah. know, black Christmases of, of the world that people know about, let us know. Uh, if you have any Christmas horror tales, Yeah, let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. And that's redriverhorror at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's where you submit that stuff. I'm, I'm Eddie Kayazo, everybody. You can reach me and Joe email-wise, redriverhorror at gmail.com. Joe. Fantastic. So I'm Joe Zakreski. This has been the Red River Horror Podcast, episode number 20. Hope you enjoyed it. And as always, keep traveling those channels of fear.